This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Well, who says traditional automakers can't make compelling electric vehicles? Ford is turning that notion on its head with the Mustang Mach-E 1400, a 7-motor, all-wheel-drive EV with target horsepower of, you guessed it, 1400. This thing literally screams. And Driftmaster Vaughn Gittin Jr. says, quote, This experience is nothing like you've ever imagined, except for maybe a magnetic roller coaster. Four of the seven motors are mounted pancake style in the rear, with a single drive shaft that connects them to the differential. A hydraulic handbrake system that's integrated with the powertrain controls allows for drifting by cutting power to the rear motors. Other highlights include nickel-manganese cobalt pouch cells with a specific cooling system, an organic composite fiber hood, and a target of 2,300 pounds of downforce at 160 miles per hour. Over in Germany, Mercedes-Benz CEO Ola Kalenius revealed the range of its new all-electric sedan, the EQS. It's rated at 700 kilometers, or about 435 miles, based on the WLTP test cycle. Now, you're probably wondering how that compares to a Tesla Model S, but we can't directly compare them yet, since the EU hasn't put the Model S through the WLTP test, and the EPA hasn't put the EQS through its test. However, the EPA recently rated the Model S at 402 miles of range, and using a rough conversion, The EQS's 435 miles of range is about 388 EPA miles. So, for the time being, looks like Tesla will keep the title of having the longest-range EV in the world. And in other EV news, South Korea's Sangyong Motors revealed a couple of teasers of its first-ever production EV, the Corando E100. The electric crossover is powered by a single motor, that delivers 188 horsepower. Its 61.5 kilowatt-hour battery pack provides 261 miles, or 420 kilometers of range, but that's based on the NEDC test. The Corando E100 goes on sale in April of 2021. Engineer from anywhere. Perform tests from your office, lab, or living room. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, we have you covered. Our hardware and software is trusted all over the world. Global company headquartered in Troy, Michigan. Intrepid Control Systems. Cars are becoming more and more complex. Here's a great stat to drive that home. Ten years ago, the average new car included nearly 10 million lines of software code. Today, it's at 100 million lines. But automated vehicles are expected to have anywhere from 300 to 500 million lines of code. And between now and 2030, the market for software-intensive electronic systems is expected to grow by 15% annually. That's why the supplier Bosch announced it will combine its software and electronics business into one division. Called Cross-Domain Computing Solutions, it will begin operations next year 
and will have 17,000 employees globally. In addition to developing new software and electronics, the new division will also be responsible for creating vehicle computers, control units, and sensors. Bosch hopes this reorganization will help reduce the complexity of automotive engineering and allow them to bring new functions to the market faster through software updates. We highlighted the new Mercedes GLA in late April. Now it's time for the AMG versions. First, let's start with what the GLA 35 and 45 have in common. Both get a specific grille, trim around the air vents, new front splitter and rear diffuser inserts, roof spoiler, dual exhaust tip, unique materials in AMG steering wheel, and AMG-specific displays. Two braces at the front of the underbody and a panel under the engine also helps increase torsional stiffness. Both models are powered by a 2-liter turbocharged 4-cylinder engine, feature all-wheel drive, and an 8-speed DCT. But here's where the differences start to come in. The engine in the GLA 35 puts out 225 kilowatts, or 306 horsepower, which helps the crossover hit 100 kilometers an hour in 5.2 seconds. The GLA 45 comes in two power outputs, 285 kilowatts, or 387 horsepower, and 310 kilowatts, or 421 horsepower. Mercedes says the latter is currently the world's most powerful turbocharged four-cylinder manufactured for series production and it helps propel the GLA 45 from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 4.3 seconds. A month ago when we reviewed the Lexus LC500 convertible, it was so new it didn't have a price yet. Now we can fix that. The car starts at just over $102,000, including destination charges. That's eight grand more than the coupe, but thousands less than competitors like the Porsche 911 Cabriolet and BMW 8 Series Convertible. While the coupe also comes as a hybrid, the LC500 Convertible won't, since its top takes up too much space in the back. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game, Sales of small cars in the U.S. have been slumping for several years now. A number of automakers have dropped cars from that segment, and now there's another casualty. Honda is axing the fit from its lineup at the end of the 2020 model year in the U.S. The HRV and Civic will become its entry-level vehicles. Sales of the fit, which debuted in the U.S. back in 2006, are down about 20% in the first half of the year. Honda revealed a new version of the Fit at last year's Tokyo Auto Show, but obviously that won't be coming to America. That's not the only vehicle Honda is trimming from its lineup. The automaker is discontinuing the Civic two-door coupe for the 2021 model year due to slumping sales. It used to account for 16% of all Civic sales, but now it's at 6%. The hatchback version now accounts for a quarter of Civic sales, and going forward, Honda says the hatchback, quote, will assume the position of the sporty and personal choice in the Civic lineup. The automaker also announced that it's dropping the Civic SI for the 2021 model year, but it will return in 2022. It's going on a hiatus for one year so the company can transition to the next-gen version.
And in one last bit of Honda news, it's not offering a manual transmission in the Accord starting in 2021. Not surprising to see it go away, many are doing it. And the company says the take rate for the manual Accord was less than 2%. And don't forget to tune in live to AutoLine After Hours this Thursday. Joining John and Gary is Mark Dickens, Chief Engineer for GM Defense. So set your reminders for 3 p.m. Eastern Time for some of the best discussions in the automotive industry. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and see you again tomorrow.